Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 79, 10 Things You Probably Don't Know About Us. In this episode, we get vulnerable and we share a few things from our heart that you never heard us say before, for the most part. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about 10 things that you may not know about us. Um, We wanted to switch up this episode because we're always talking about things that are serious and we thought this could kind of break up that, that whole bit of, you know, teaching. So... You want to start, Tony? Yeah, so let's jump right into it. 10 things you probably don't know about us. So number one is Lindsay, when she was her first year teaching in kindergarten, you were a ferry at the mall, a bartender, a tutor, and a kindergarten teacher (laughs) all at the same time. Yeah, that is true. Um, I definitely dressed up in fairy wings and sold fairy dust. (laughs) And was at the mall. It started when, let me think, I don't know if I was in college or I was just graduating. It might have been in my internship for for, um, going in to to observe the classrooms. Um, But definitely I was a fairy by day and bartender at night. It was a lot of jobs. And then I even babysat actually during that time. So there was a lot going on. And then you were teaching kindergarten too, right? Oh yeah, was it was like a... kindergarten cop. It was all the same. So were you were teaching kindergarten a couple days a week or was that no, full time? No, it was time? full time. Oh yeah. Because I was supposed to so... take over someone's classroom and she had the baby early. So I actually, she went into labor early. So I didn't really get any time to learn her routines. So it was not a good experience with that classroom at all. So Lindsay does more than just give readings. Yes. She could be a fairy also. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so number two, this is about Tony. Um, When Tony was really little, he used to swim in ditches with alligator snapping turtles. So... (laughs) I don't know how he didn't come out with any kind of diseases, but he didn't. I may have some, you oh, don't know. Yeah. I'm surprised I still have all 10 on my toes with alligator snapping turtles, because if you don't know what they are, they like they hiss at you, and I believe they really can bite your toes off forever. I remember <laughs> right. I don't know if that was just a myth Wait, back then. Wait, so you were in elementary school, right? I was, it was when we lived in a mobile home park called Missouri Mobile, and we had ditches in there because we lived close to the river, the Missouri River. So the ditches would always fill up pretty high when it would rain out. And I was probably four years, five years old at the oldest, but it was between those years, four and five. Oh my God. We'd all be just swimming in the ditch. We didn't have a pool, so we were like, we'll swim in the ditch. That's crazy. <laughs> that place isn't around anymore, right? No, that place actually, uh, that was the last year that it was, it was around. Okay. It was when I was like five, swimming in ditches. It probably closed it out oh once they saw God. little kids swimming in ditches. <laughs> but it was fun. I wouldn't take it back. That was, it was an interesting time in my life. If there. you got bit, you probably would take it. Well, yeah. Okay. All right, Next. so the number three is we use cartoon voices to diffuse the tension in our house and in our relationship. (laughs) 
uh, when we first started um, dating, and then I believe after we got married, maybe is when we got the book on marriage. It was actually actually, right when we first started. We got married. Right when we first started dating, actually. Yes. Is when we got this book. It was over marriage and all of that, and one of. One of we've actually never even read the whole book yet. No. But we but that was like a valuable thing that we learned in it because it it said what did it say specifically in there? It said something about there's ways that you could diffuse situations even before they come up. But I think we were already doing those. We were already doing the voices, but then it like confirmed it for it us. Confirmed like, oh what we yeah, that's doing. that's what it was. So like I'm like <laughs> Hey, yay, yay. <laughs> yeah. we, we do a lot of different voices. You want to give one of yours? No. <laughs> Come on. But there was a time that Don't I actually slipped up and did it in front of someone. I don't know who it was in front of, but I'm like, oh my gosh, where did that voice come from? Because we do it all day. Yeah. So. Um, well, because we work with each other, we're married, we live with each other. We're with I mean, each other. I mean, tension lot. builds up, right? Wouldn't but, you imagine? But we also talk like that even when there's no tension. That's it, true, but I think it's like unconsciously we're trying to pave out the future tension. <laughs> yeah. Or the maybe tension that might happen. Exactly. But it really does work. Um, so if you're listening to this and you do that, let us know so we don't feel so crazy. But it, it actually does work. Um, I actually did. The, now that I think about it, we were just in Boston in August. And it was we were eating for your mom's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually, the voice came out. I was just, just joking around. And her, Lindsay's mom was like, what was that? That sounded familiar. I was like, oh, that's my, that's my family guy voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But it really does work. And I'm going to have to... I don't have the book with me, but I was actually looking at it because it's such a good book. Like whether you're in a marriage or you're just having relationships with human beings, it's a really good book. Even though we didn't read it all, but we the didn't... fact that we just read a little bit of it and we got some gold nuggets out of it that really yeah. impacted our it, relationship, though. I do want to finish it. But it, it, they call it something, and I forget the name of it. But it's the Seven Principles of something of marriage, probably. Probably, I don't even remember the author. But they did research studies and they put couples in a room and um, they lived in this apartment that looked like a regular apartment and they did studies on how they argued because they say everyone argues. If you're a couple, you're gonna argue. It's how you argue that counts and the things that you do in between. And one of the things that they found with lasting relationships was there were certain diffusers that come up and that's one of them is actually to make a joke throughout to break up the tension or use a cartoon voice like exactly no i'm not cartoon? Gonna, no i can't uh, okay. do it on the spot all right number four <laughs> is that me yeah okay you're um, all the even numbers oh i hate this one but this is true um actually both me and tony both had spaces in our teeth growing up mine was definitely worse than yours Lindsay hates it because hers was literally like you could fit probably two teeth in between no it was a tick one and a half at least it was a no mine mine was pretty big to where you could probably fit almost a toothpick almost a toothpick mine didn't actually so i never got braces i had braces and you have perfect teeth now my wisdom teeth actually start to push my bottom teeth together mm-hmm. for about a year so they're a little bit crooked and then i had to get those chopped out but thank god these two front teeth that i used to have a gap they they close naturally on their I own i just wonder if Lindsay's was huge though we have to get a picture maybe no, post it in the comments or this. we should it's no. so funny tony it was horrible it was horrible <laughs> so number five like is 
you probably wouldn't know this about Lindsay or think this about Lindsay because she's so laid back and she's just a laid back person. Well, she's been skydiving, bungee jumping, and then somehow convinced me to do a hot air balloon in Napa Valley, California when we were there a couple years yeah. ago. I like to do those types of things and I usually actually don't tell my parents until after I do them so they don't worry and don't try to convince me not to do it. But yeah, we did go, we went in Napa Valley to go on a hot air balloon ride and Tony's like, I really don't want to do this. And finally he said yes. And I thought it was a good experience. It was a great experience, other than the fact that I had to use the restroom the whole time we were up in the air. And the guy was telling us stories about how he landed on a canyon, right? Oh yeah, he was telling us all of these. Oh my God. Like fear, he was a real funny guy. I forget what you call those people that run the hot air balloons. Yeah, I But um, he's been doing it for like 20 years, 30 years, and he was just a showman. He was very interesting. But when we were all the way at the top, you know, at the highest we went, he was telling us how he almost died on a hot air balloon. And I then, wasn't nervous because you kind of prepare your head to when you're doing these things, but I think Tony was already nervous and there was some other I was people. nervous leading up to it, but then and then I had to use there. the restroom right when they started to put the flame and the hot air blew. I'm like, I'm looking at the restroom and it's like a mile this way, I'm, I'm not going to make it. So then we go up in the hot air balloon and somehow I blocked it out and it was like, it really was a great time. And once we got up there, I was I had no fear yeah, other than the fact that... I didn't know if I was gonna use the restroom up in the air. <laughs> and then at one yeah. point, at one point, the hot air balloon actually, he, he started to come down and I'm like, oh, thank God we're about ready to leave because it's about 45 minutes into it. And he said that it could last about 45 minutes to an hour or so. So we're about ready to land. He's like, nope, I'm just kidding. Who wants to go 15 minutes longer? I know, and like, I think everyone oh was gosh. cheering at that point. Everybody was really cheering to go back up, and I couldn't say anything. I was like, we were on the hot air balloon in this laughing. basket with like 20 other people. Yeah, that was funny. So number okay, six. so number six is, okay, I'm trying to read your writing. Oh, yeah, your first basketball or football? I forget what you said. Basketball. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Tony's first basketball. He was My crying. My first year playing your basketball. first year, he was crying. Um, when he lost. But also I want to go along with this too because for your Christmas tree, when your mom was trying to get rid of the Christmas tree, yeah, Christmas I was crying. Over, you were crying. And how old were you then? I was, I was you were probably older. about four. No, oh, I thought yeah, you were older than that. four. I still lived in that mobile home park that we talked about at the beginning. And I was, I was felt really attached to the Christmas tree. Going back to the, uh, the basketball, um, our team was like, it was my first year playing and I was not really good my first year. I got really good my second year. My first year we were like one and nine. So I was crying pretty often. And actually Nick, you, everybody who watches this podcast, you know yeah. about Nick, um, our, you know, our friend that passed away that Lindsay was actually going to marry. He was my best friend growing up. He was on my team at the time and he would always come at, to me at the end of the game because he'd see me crying. I'd be crying like 30 seconds. I'm like, we're going to lose again. And I'm sitting there crying. And he'd be like coaching me saying, everything's all right. We got one more game next week. And I forget what else he would say. I could see him doing that too. Well, then I stopped doing it um, probably from Nick's coaching. And I don't know what made me stop. And then stop. you became the best player. Yeah, because I, I would, we'd practice like five, six, seven hours a day. Yeah, you could have gone could, professional. So. It's probably because I cried so much. That was a learning So experience. then number seven... Um, Lindsay and I, we did not meet the first month that we were dating Yeah. or that we were actually, we knew we were going to be together. We like, we we already decided over the phone, like we're, we're going to be together. You feel that too? 
Um, and then the first eight months, we traveled back and forth from St. Louis to Tampa before, or actually nine months before I actually ended up moving to mm-hmm. Tampa. So yeah, we wouldn't even go on, you know, um, at the time I had a different type of phone. Did I have a flip phone? Yeah, I did have a flip phone, but we could have gone on a video chat at the beginning, but we didn't because we wanted to see each other for the first time in person. Yeah, the first month we didn't. So all we saw were photos on Facebook and that's it. We and heard we, each other's voice over the phone and, and we, we just knew. Right away, that first night, um, we knew that we were going to talk forever. Mm-hmm. The first night we spoke was six or eight hours. So just a little moral of that story is your intuition is powerful. Yeah. Like we, we were both, I was, I'm young still. I feel young. I was, then I was what, 23 years old and yeah. Lindsay was 26, 20, Wait, yeah, 20, yeah, 26, I 27. I think you're about four years older than me. But we trusted at that moment. Yeah, like we just 27. knew. We knew that this is it, right? Like we we didn't. She didn't want a boyfriend. I didn't want a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And it was just like, it happened. So if you know, you know, and that goes with your career, relationships, even little small decisions, where you're going to eat, what you're going to do next week. That was actually two you days just before know. my birthday that we ended up talking. Remember, it was two days before. Yeah. So it was December sixth. Yeah. December sixth, we start talking, and then birthdays. So. December 8th. actually December sixth on. Lindsay's grandparents' anniversary, which was kind of ironic. Crazy. I don't call it a coincidence. It was no. very ironic, though. Nope. So number um, eight? Number eight. Well, you've already heard Tony talk about this, but Tony has always really, you no, not always, but you lived in a, a mobile home park. So when I first met Tony, he was in a mobile home park. So I didn't care either way, but I had this idea of what the mobile home park would look like because I was going to visit. He had already visited me in Florida and I had to go there. So this was the first month before we had met each other. Right. And I actually had never been in a mobile home park neighborhood. So I was imagining I was walking into an RV and that's where he lived, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And he thought he was going to meet me and I was going to be like really small too because I yeah don't. i thought she's like i'm five foot one or five foot i'm like wait is that midget or what what, a, what is that but going back to at the time i was living in a mobile home and Lindsay finally ended up coming i think what was it two months after we started probably because you came the first month i came in january i think you might have came in february maybe two or three months yeah i forget but anyway she she comes and she stays in st louis and we're in my mobile home and then all of a sudden we're in my kitchen and um, we both could barely fit in my kitchen, actually. And we're sitting, no, it wasn't that small. It's was small. It? It, was, it was a small place, but we both were just sitting there talking. It wasn't an And RV all of a sudden, my, my mobile home starts shaking. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I was thinking, like, is this a tornado? I know tornadoes could come in Missouri. I was I'm like, no, that's just my washer and dryer. I'm doing laundry. <laughs> my mobile home would shake when I would do laundry. So adding more to that story... So she definitely didn't wasn't coming for me for my money. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't have any at the time. I, I started figuring out things in my life. <laughs> and at the time, I actually, before she came, I cleaned, obviously, I cleaned my place real good. And then I went to Walmart and I bought a remote control and I got my TV working in my room because it wasn't working at that point. And then I bought a new pillows because my pillows had like a yellow kind of stain, <laughs> like stainish <laughs> look on them. Like, no, this need, they need to be clean for her. So then... I tell you that to tell you this. After she left, I actually ended up taking back the pillow and the remote, even though it was probably a total of twenty bucks, because I needed the money. Yeah. <laughs> so it and was pretty interesting. And we laugh about it now because 
of the whole, ex I mean, everything that I feel like since we met, it's been some crazy experiences, but that is like really funny, that part of it. It is Thinking, funny. looking back on it, but also, you know, why it's so important to listen to your intuition and not let outside circumstances affect anything either. Yeah, like if the guy's broke or the female's broke, look in their soul. And if you see that they're an abundant soul moving somewhere, <laughs> There's something. follow your intuition. The looks are all, could be deceiving sometimes. Because yeah. at that point, I was on fire in my mind. And I knew. Like and I, I knew that too. I had came across the law of attraction two years before that that lit my life on fire. And I was just like, I knew that I was going, I was creating this beautiful life. And then... yeah. It just keeps manifesting. So no matter where you where you are right now, just keep on focus. Keep surrounding yourself around good people. I was lucky to draw into my life somebody like Lindsay, who has totally blessed my life. And Lindsay was lucky to draw me in. Yeah, I was though. just going to say, I'm <laughs> grateful that I drew you in. So is that number okay, eight? Okay, you're next. All right, so number nine. Oh, so I have two things here. So when Lindsay, Lindsay's dad just told me this again when we were in town, um, when she was a baby and probably all the way up to like four or maybe even older, you could tell, fill me in, she'd have a milk ring around her uh, lips because she drank so much milk. Like her lips were like crusted, like she had a mustache, oh, like, right? What ages was, was yeah, that? Yeah, I was little, I probably like three or something. Yeah. But I always drank milk up until actually college that's when i stopped drinking milk so she had a milk stash and she loved peanut butter and jelly every lunch every meal would be every lunch meal was peanut butter and jelly always people used to say you're going to turn into peanut butter and jelly because i would eat it so much um and last but not least okay and the last thing is is we're both middle children so tony and i are really similar but we're different too but we're we're very similar in that way um but i think we have the same qualities in the way that the typical middle child is, you know, the, right. the the peacemakers in the family, the, I, I don't even know what else the characteristics are of middle children, but I think that's really important. Yeah, they tend, to. I feel like the ones that I meet, maybe I'm drawing them into my experience, they tend to balance out the rest of the family. Yeah. Like they're, they're like the mediums or whatever yeah, you want to call a, them. Some of my students are middle children too, yeah. that I, yeah, I'm so, like, I could totally relate. But I so, want to add something. Yeah that's actually an extra number. Anything that's coming up. Um, so Tony is actually really, really musical. And the one thing that I would say about Tony is he's always consistent. He's very good at being consistent at things. And it was in college, I think that that's when it started, was the drums. Yeah. You taught yourself how to play the drums every day for a year and a half without stopping. And that's kind of what he does. That's, that's once he commits to something, it's nonstop. So when we first met, actually, he created the song that came to him, not on the drums, but on a keyboard. And that song, he started singing and the melody came to him. And it was all about drawing someone in. Right? Yeah, it the was... lyrics were, I'm going to make my way to you. And it just came over me. It was actually about a month and a half or so before I started, um, before Lindsay and I actually spoke on the phone um, that December. So it was like October, November. And, um, yeah, it was just, I, I, and I, looking back and how I look at music now, I feel like all music is channeled yeah. and really everything's channeled. But when you're really tapping in to that creative side of your mind, you're channeling deep information. And I, looking back, I feel like I was channeling my future. It was like I was aligning, like I'm going to make my way to you. 
and when I heard that song it sounded so familiar to me so it's almost like you're your energy recognizes other people's energy, whether it's in a relationship or you're just friends with someone, you're supposed to meet someone. There's a reason and there's a feeling with it. So I think that's important. But I wanted to bring up the music thing because Tony doesn't talk about it enough, but he has a beautiful voice. He could be on the radio um, and he plays the guitar. He plays the piano. He's pretty much good at anything that you could think of. He's good at it because he stays consistent and keeps on practicing. And it's very natural because um, when he does things, he only does things that he's passionate about. So I think that's important to talk about. And he's really, really funny. Just you Thank don't, you. You don't always see it on the podcast. That's but why I keep her around because she always fills me with compliments like this. No, it's funny like because our nieces and nephews <laughs> are like, we watched your podcast and Tony seems serious on the podcast because they're so yeah. used to him being goofy. But everyone that knows Tony knows that that's how he is yeah so i'm, I'm learning how to <laughs> translate my full personality through camera yeah it takes which, practice oh yeah i feel like i'm still getting used to it too um but we hope that this episode gave you a little bit more of a background about us stuff that's l little things but also some big things too because i think that's important when you're listening to a podcast you want to know a little bit about the people that are actually communicating with you so we hope this episode was helpful for you. If you can relate to any of the stuff yourself, share with us or just share with us about you. We want to learn about you as listeners too. Okay, guys, we will talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.